back to the podcast, everybody. The Whatever Podcast with your co-host, Chris, and Preston. But no Connor Hello. tonight. Yeah, hey, nope. what's up, Preston? Hey. Yeah, unfortunately, no Connor tonight. He uh, he made a move recently and uh, is having internet problems. I know. We, You know, it, like the internet it's always. gremlin, <laughs> like... Passes. I think it left me now for a little while, and it has tormented Connor. I guess <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I've been having internet problems too. I'm. It usually doesn't happen at night, but for like the first half of the day, it's just in and out all day. Yeah, don't know what it's about. You know, I've been actually recording. Uh, actually, using my phone data to be honest with y'all, because uh, <laughs> my yeah. internet home wi-fi gets so sketchy it i've listened to a few episodes and it was like yeah you know i'm that sounds really <laughs> bad that sounds bad so hopefully you don't get uh, choppy sounds from me can. now yeah no you sound good i've been thinking about just going and getting uh changing to smithville fiber getting it installed in our house because it's going to be cheaper than having xfinity now anyway yeah and i get a lot more what's um so what's Connor got that he's struggling with right now? Is it fiber too? Isn't that what he said on uh, yeah one of the last yeah. ones? I we think were it was about? a new install though, so maybe that's probably why. <clears throat> I'm working out the bugs, I guess. Yeah, I I remember when we first moved to our house in uh, Bedford, I couldn't get internet to work for like a like two weeks. Uh, it, like, it's like like three people that came out to look at everything, and finally. One guy just came in and ripped out all of the wiring he could find from any old, like, uh, like old hookups and yeah. just ran a brand new one out of the house and made his own, like, um, out points so that it would, yeah. It, he was like, Yeah, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Know, we're going to make sure it's working before I leave. <laughs> it's crazy. And we are so reliant on internet nowadays. Like, Wow, what do I do if I don't have internet? It's like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's the worst. It sucks when it's down. Everything's ran off of it now. It seems it, like you don't uh, you don't think of it until it's gone, and then it's, it's like, gone. man, I don't You're have. Like, uh, how am I going to do anything? I don't know. I, at least it makes it makes you kind of scared. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, some even more so reliant on it. Like I know a lot of these yeah. like really smart houses that. Uh, people talk oh about gosh. having everything's connected. Can you imagine if everything Not being able was to do anything? Oh my gosh! <laughs> you can't flush your toilet unless you unless your Wi-Fi is working. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'll ever be that. Your your smart bidet just cannot work. <laughs> mm. Yeah, such struggles here we have. You know. Uh, yeah. uh, um, anyway, so I'm like dragging today. I I had a late night last night. We had a concert. It was good to be back and oh, be yeah. in a concert. I was going to ask you, how was it? Oh, it was the it was the best yet. We had a nice. uh, started at seven o'clock, wrapped up at eleven, a little after eleven. So uh, it was like two hours away for us. So we got home yeah. pretty late. So everybody was tired this morning. Yeah. It was good Those though. Tired mornings are worth the fun nights. It was good. It was outside concert, so makes you feel a lot safer. A lot of people there, though. That was for sure. I think a lot of people miss the live events that everyone was so oh, accustomed yeah. to all the time that we haven't had for a long time. I so, bet. I yeah. can't wait to go to one. 
was good. It was good. We had, uh, and we hung out on Saturday, right? Over in Nashville, Indiana. That was, yeah, we did. That was, uh, another busy day. So we had a busy weekend. Oh, yeah. I need to, I need to. A lot of late nights. Flora's been, uh, sleep schedule was thrown off whack. And now we're trying to get it back. (laughs) Yeah, it's tough. (laughs) Tough to do. So. What it, let's uh, let's talk hobbies on this episode. I think that uh, too bad we don't have Connor on here. I'm I'm really curious to see what kind of hobbies I know Connor has pre- had throughout I, I, the years. I know uh, the reason I brought this up is because I was just thinking. I the, I first thought of you, and then I thought of my by myself and Connor. <laughs> I was like, man, I guarantee that we've all started and have got our hands into a ton of things because that's just kind of. The, like we're just curious as as how I feel about yeah. us. <laughs> I think it. I think it's a struggle too. Like we talked about on one of the last episodes. I I forget. It's been a few back, but it's like that's kind of how our brains work. It's like I get excited about something and start down mm-hmm. that trail, and I'm right like, oh, I want to do this, and then all of a sudden I get another idea, and it's taking me down this other this other trail. It's like, yeah, I don't really yeah. want to do that anymore. I want to do this. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I've had that a lot throughout my, all life. my life. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> all right, so, so all right, let's hey, start with, right. with uh, go ahead before I I jump in. I guess. So all right, I just wanted to start. I wanted to start this one off. Oh, first. Okay, go because I just you. always all right. <laughs> so I grew up with with a lot of the hobbies that you were very interested in. Yeah. And one of my, one of my favorite times of Chris's hobby life was the, uh, <laughs> was the, uh, what were they? The, uh, hydraulic, whatever uh, uh, the El Caminos. Yeah. Well, so, <laughs> all right. So you started, but I got to jump in on the story. All right. So when I was, all right, I got to start with a story and then I'll get to the story cuz like when right, I I love <laughs> I like cars, so I've always liked cars and I couldn't mm-hmm. wait to drive actually. Uh so here's here's a little story then I'll get back to you what you're wanting to talk about here. Um I remember my first car was a hand-me-down from my mom. It was my mom's car. It was a Honda, uh, no, not a Honda, a Hyundai Sonata. I forget what year it was. It was like 1980s model. And, mm-hmm. you know, I I remember it wasn't like a cool car, but it was cool <laughs> to me because I was like, was oh, I could car. drive. And here was the thing. Uh, I remember I'd, I got the windows tinted. Uh, it was... I mean, it was all right. A Hyundai Sonata, that's an all right car. Back then, it was like, so I got my license. Gosh, what year would that have been? 2000, maybe, around that time? And um, I actually, before I got my license, and even, I think, before my permit, maybe, I was out driving anyway, so I I would, like, go out (laughs) and drive with my aunt. So I was really comfortable in a car. And I remember I would... I would uh, drive to school and I would pick up buddies and drive to school. I remember one day, this was before I had a license. I remember one day I roll in to school and I had a, a carload of, of people and the cop was waiting on me. 
I pull in <laughs> and he pulls directly behind me and gets out and I'm like, oh my gosh, you gotta, I didn't know what was going to happen. I mean, I, I knew he knew I didn't have a license. So he goes, yeah. uh, he, he, I get out of the car. Everybody goes in too. It's like no one, no one stuck around, uh, to wait, yeah, yeah, to so wait yeah. or like, yeah, to, to help a, a guy out that just drove you to school. Um, they all just flee and it's me High and the cop. Rough. Yeah. It's me and the cop. And, uh, he's like, I know you don't have your license. Give me your permit and took my permit. Luckily it, uh, he, and I didn't know what was going to happen to it. I thought, Oh no, the car is going to be towed. Uh, I'm not going to have, be able to get my license. And mm. luckily, uh, he let me go pretty light. He just took the permit back to, uh, my house, gave it to my parents they had to come and get the car and then I couldn't drive anymore. And luckily that didn't happen until it was close to when I got my license. But man, I, I have always liked cars. So kind of getting to when I had my license and the next, uh, I think the next car I had was a, a step up. It was like a, a Chevy Bronco, um, 19, I don't know, not early nineties, maybe 91. And then, I remember I traded that for a wait 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 hold on a second oh hang you, all right did you say um, so you said Chevy Bronco do you mean a different Chevy or did you have a Ford Bronco oh I mean a Chevy uh, Blazer I meant Blazer not Bronco Blazer gotcha. yeah I have Bronco in the mind because I just seen like the new ones and they're pretty sweet looking. yeah. Uh, yeah. a Chevy Blazer, especially sorry. the modded ones. But yeah, Chevy yeah. Blazers are really cool too for that year. So, yeah, so it was a Chevy Blazer, <laughs> black, um, had some nice wheels, Ooh. but the, the transmission went out on it, and that was a problem of those a lot. So I ended up having to get rid of it, and I got a Ford, uh, Taurus. like a no, it was an Escort. Oh. You remember the Escorts? This was a ZX2 model, and I thought, I thought it was it was a pretty sweet little ride i mean it was oh, wait, nothing was the fancy little the little blue one so this oh, is what so that's was gotcha <laughs> so this is what got me into a car club so in a, uh i was going to a, going to church with a guy and he was into cars i was into cars we knew a couple other guys and we started this car club and it was in sullivan area kind of sullivan county and we would do uh, like the local parades. We would ride and drive in the parades, and mm-hmm. we we ended up uh, where we led and put on these pretty good uh, car shows during festival events, and then had a, a pretty big one established for several years at at the church we went to. But that's what kind of got me started into the car club uh, scene, and then I ended up a guy in Linton had a uh a core uh no an acura um i forget the model of it though but it was like all decked out had a uh like a marble kind of paint job tinted windows and it had hydraulics (laughs) and nobody had hydraulics around and it was a a really crappy car but i remember we had to take it to terre haute and i had to drive uh 
follow the car because I, I can't remember we had to leave it or something so my dad ends up driving it and I'm following him and <laughs> oh my gosh I, he like hit the the railroad tracks and like you, the, you could just see this car it was like the <laughs> roughest ride so I didn't drive that one very much I think I rode it in a parade and maybe a, a, around town a little bit and then ended up selling it off too but yes that was a unique hobby at that time which that kind of led me into um actually hobbies that i i ended up when i graduated high school ended up going into college because i knew a guy that uh, was actually my pastor at at this church i was talking about who would rebuild harleys actually like during that time mm. i don't know do you remember like west coast choppers and all oh, yeah, of, yeah you so were very into it yeah so it was a big <laughs> thing out on the west coast and they were they were on tv and and you'd watch these mm-hmm. guys like jesse james and uh i'm thinking of the uh dad and son tuttles or or whatever they were called orange yeah. county choppers there we go orange county choppers and yeah. and you would we see them play the games together yeah and they would <laughs> re- rebuild these uh bikes and and he would do this and i was like oh man that is awesome and he would uh even paint them so i ended up going to college to do uh painting of vehicles so <laughs> would would kind of carried that hobby into what i thought maybe could be a career Little yeah. did I know, uh, so my, my parents built this garage, had a paint room kind of set up in it that I did several vehicles. Like I I uh, was working part-time and it was like a construction job. So there were guys that had trucks that they wanted redone. So I did a couple of trucks, like an old Ford and then a Dodge that was lifted and wanted repainted and mm-hmm. some other like... Uh, classic type cars or or hot rod type cars and then some side work to repair some junk vehicles that were rusted out and whatnot well i i ended up picking up a vehicle that was in terrible shape and i remember Mm -hmm. i was i was going to school at the time and it was on a saturday and i uh was out there grinding this rust out of the engine compartment of this vehicle didn't have the engine in it it was all inside just completely rusted out yeah all body work but i had recently painted a uh a vehicle that not not too long before this and i had like a bucket of cleaner that like paint thinner in Mm -hmm. in a bucket and i had forgot that i had placed it there and when you're grinding on these cars, you're grinding on metal, right? And you're throwing sparks everywhere. And one of those sparks hit that bucket of paint thinner, and it took off. And <laughs> fire, fire was rolling from this this uh, this chemical. And I didn't at that time have a like a fire extinguisher, which is completely stupid. Of, I mean, right. I didn't have a fire extinguisher in this room. So I run outside and, and, and fires rolling up the wall and rolling through the ceiling and black smoke is coming out of the garage door. It was, I had the garage door open and smoke's rolling. Not my whole thing. I'm only, I don't know. I, I was still in college, I think. Uh, and so I was probably 20, 21, probably 20, 1920. And, um, I, I just remember, I'm going to burn this brand new garage down that we just built. And I didn't know what to do. I grabbed the, 
the garden hose because that's all I had at the time. And if you know anything about chemicals, you don't spray water no. on chemicals because <laughs> yeah. it throws it everywhere and it's already lit. So the oh, whole time, goodness. luckily somebody was watching over me uh, because it it put it out, but there was a lot of black smoke. I was inside this room and the whole room's just boiling black smoke everywhere. So I end up finally getting it out. The I could hear the fire trucks pass by and then they come back because they had the wrong address or something. They roll up to the scene and it's out and I I come outside of that room and I'm like just like gasping because of the, the black smoke that I was breathing yeah. in. It was like, oh my God. So that really changed my thoughts on, you know, I don't know if I can do this my whole life. Uh, so, and that was what I was finishing up school with. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know, uh, what to do from here. (laughs) Well, be safer, but you're, when you, when you start to read into it, a lot of guys like that work around that for a long period of time. I mean, you you definitely got to wear protective type clothing, but a lot of times they don't, and it gets in your skin and, and works into a lot of guys get nerve damage, uh, from the chemicals with painting vehicles in in later years so i was like yeah i don't know if this is is what i want to be doing my whole life so i ended up changing careers but that was a huge hobby that cost a lot of money that didn't get finished now i will say this i had so my my mother-in-law she just bought a tesla and uh she ended up it's got it's beautiful car uh black matte black finish uh flat black wheels on it with thin low profile tires and Mm -hmm. she got a scuff in it so there are Uh still times that the old handy body work comes out of me (laughs) every now and then to come out and either fix a, a tesla wheel or do a little touch up on a car that that needs mm-hmm. a, a little work done but that was definitely a hobby that i really loved really enjoyed it was fun uh but definitely scary at, at that yeah. moment in time that really changed my thoughts on yeah i don't know if i should be doing this my whole life <laughs> i mean it sounds like you learned a lot and definitely a lot of cool and useful things you can uh use for your whole life for sure and pass on to your kids yeah you never know there might be a for cars there might be a hot rod in in my future one day that i break out the old uh the old uh knowledge that i learned and the hands-on things that i did that maybe one day i'll have a hot rod of my own that i can work on you yeah, never know. I mean, my uh, my grandpa Stone, he's been working on that. Uh, well, he's finished now. Got it done like probably like four or five years ago. Worked on that uh, '76 Mustang that he just had the body for. Just oh the frame yeah, okay. That he has worked on for like twelve years. Wow. Just ordering parts, getting things yeah. put together on it and stuff. Well, it's oh, so man. expensive too, though. It takes time to to do that. I mean, that's why it it really is a hobby to guys because it take it's a huge investment in um the vehicle and all the parts that they get but i mean it takes time you don't want to get it all done real fast because the joy of it's actually building the thing doing it yeah Yeah. by yourself so all right let me ask you what's what's your earliest what's your earliest memory of a hobby that you had 
This one's easy because it recently popped back up again and started kind of digging its claws back into me. So one thing that I was obsessed with when I was a kid, absolutely obsessed, was Legos oh, and Bionicles, yeah. which is now Legos Technica line of stuff before okay. they bought before they bought them out. And I would spend hours on hours only getting that stuff for my birthdays and Christmas, just wanting only that stuff. And I just had the biggest collection of Legos and Bionicle stuff that I would just make all day. <laughs> yeah. I, so like those sets that you were, because so Caden, he's into logos He and he always has been. But it's like you yeah. you build it and then eventually it gets torn apart and then it's like in a bucket of just all these other Legos. Did you ever have that problem or did you like put them no. up to where they wouldn't get touched? I uh, I think that's part of kind of like my OCD is like I, once I was finished with it, I would just like to admire it. I would set it up on a shelf and it would join the rest of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you still have no, some of those? Get- I do not. I don't know what ever happened to him, unfortunately. I do know that um, one time Memel sold one of them at a garage sale that I was uh, playing with. Yeah. (laughs) Lost it. Now, this. so talk about how this has come back into your life. So I recently got, well, I started watching, me and Shane got into Lego Masters on on Hulu. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, man. I miss that so much, and it's so much fun to make stuff. And we ended up going to Disney um, this uh, this year, and uh, we made a stop at Disney Springs at the Lego store. And I was just like, like, like going through and just like admiring all the different ones. That is and the then, kid in the candy shop there, except it is, the kid in the like, Lego I'm shop. I'm about I'm about to spend our entire savings here. <laughs> yeah, can I build <laughs> a house saw, out of Legos? Yes. <laughs> and it would actually get done. <laughs> nice. So I feast my eyes upon the um the holy grail of Lego builds as well as being a car person mm-hmm. is the uh the the uh, Lego um Range Rover and it's oh my goodness, it is so beautiful. Yeah. So I wanted one for like two years. I, like I saw it online, I'm like, I I need this. I need to get back into this. This looks like so much fun, and uh, they were they've been sold out on the website for like two years now. Wow! And I went and they had one left at the Lego store, and I was like, getting it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's been a lot of fun building, a, a, but it's not as fun not having enough like the time I used to. So yeah it usually falls into the back burner as you know as a hobby does <laughs> yeah i get it i get it out and work on it when i can but yeah this thing is very complicated it has like 600 pages it's or no it's like a thousand pages well i mean like that's the thing though you don't want to build it real fast you want to have that and savor the build just do it a yeah. little at a time that way it's always Here, there for you check this out all right hold on Here, i'm gonna turn on my video you can live react to it. Don't mind. It's laundry. Day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so nice. Oh, yeah. The, you're moving right along. Here's the engine bay. 
So if you Here don't, yeah. So listeners on, uh, I know your ears can't see this, uh, suspension. He is showing me now that is functional engine that has like a crank on it that actually functions as well with, yeah, there you go with full yeah. movement and functionality yep. of all engine parts. Yep. So the heart has of working, yep. Has a working piston engine has the working reverse gears inside where you can make it lock up and stuff oh my gosh wow cool. nice yeah you're coming right along also, how many hours do you think you have in that right now uh, probably like probably like five hours in total okay just like working on it off and on the past couple months cool so when and do you think an, when do you think you'll have it finished I don't know. Hopefully in the next, before the year is over. You think so? Yeah. I have a lot of projects I'm working on right now, so it's kind of like not the main thing I've been doing in my free time. But uh, as soon as I get a couple of things done that I'm working on now, I'll have a lot more time to work on it just at night after work and stuff. Okay. So, and I think it's going to start a new uh, obsession with just getting like all the different Lego car team ups and then, doing rc swaps on them so you can buy rc tech that will turn these lego cars into rc cars oh with really control yes wow <laughs> it's so cool yeah so that i think that's cool. gonna be my new obsession <laughs> yeah that's good what's the so what is the next one on the list that if you get this finished that you want to there's a there's a uh, old school fiat that is like an Italian edition where it has a, uh, the whole trunk is filled up with this like a uh, suitcase and the suitcase folds out and different parts come out of it to make a canvas and a little painting easel to like, it's like you're going out to like the, like the beautiful scenery in Italy to go paint and stuff. Oh, mm-hmm. it's cool too. It's yeah. not, and it's also not as uh, intensive. So, the next one I get is definitely going to be like a sit down and build on a night one because <laughs> I need that. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think uh, that's a good hobby to have. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, what are, yours is a lot cooler than mine, but. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. Um, so, like, <laughs> what do you. Th- so, I was looking at, like, what are the top hobbies right now for kind of our age group so i I would say closer to my age group maybe like i definitely people in your age group too it just depends on the kind of person you are but pc building really yes i've been obsessed with it for like the past five years finally got to do it recently ish i did i did some part swaps but the easiest way to get a new pc is like usually pre-build right now because all the spare parts are really hard to get you but. think it's a it's a hobby or is it because of functionality and demand on the system that you do that i think it's a little bit of both because i know a lot of people that just like to buy new parts and new things just to hook up and like take i think it's kind of just who we are our tinkers and you'll kind of find your own thing to tinker with yeah. in your own way, some sort, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, 
I have always liked that. I haven't really done any. Yeah, I haven't done any building, I guess, of PC. I mean, I've always enjoyed technology for sure, and Mm -hmm. and I think definitely your age group is even more subcategory of that too. Yeah, enjoying technology, it's pretty much just the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what. So, what other things do you kind of? What what would you get? Let's do this. I want to ask you, what do you think Connor's hobbies are? Or have there been any, and he's not here to protect himself, so (laughs) who cares, right? Uh, Anyway, so what has there been a hobby that you've seen him kind of do, like, er, because, like, you guys hung out together a lot. So, like, what was something Mm -hmm. that he always went to as a hobby, and does it still continue to this day? Uh, for sure. Um, so one thing me and Connor have always enjoyed was <laughs> like ghost hunting. Mm. <laughs> um, that was one thing we always enjoyed doing is just doing scary things. <laughs> yeah. Filming. It kind of, it's kind of like its own subset of filming, but it's something we both enjoy going to do. Um, Recently, he, uh, him, Austin, Jen, and a few other friends during uh, Ryan's wedding night stayed at a, uh, I forget what it's called, but it's apparently haunted. Oh, and really? Get, yeah, Connor had, um, I forget what the tools are. It's uh, like an EV reader. Yeah. And uh, night vision goggles and night vision cameras and a bunch of other stuff, GoPros on the whole time. Huh. So was it, so? And do they have this the footage there. then? Have you seen any of it? I have not seen any of it. I don't know what the outcome of it was. Me and Connor have not discussed. So oh, we're gonna have to learn more. Hey, we do have some I like know. October uh, podcast coming up that I think that would work well with. Oh yeah, yeah, it'll definitely be a good October talk. Oh yeah, for sure. So that can yeah. So that continues to today. So you guys did that. We're doing that back in the day when he. You guys were running around together in the early days of Connor and Preston. Mm-hmm. Always had that horror aspect. <laughs> yeah, and I think one thing that we won't get into here, but I definitely want to hear more about is like some of the nights you guys stayed over at his place, like his parents' place. Oh my gosh. And some of those yeah. stories. That's definitely an October time uh oh, yeah. update. There's Maybe all that's stories. rolled together with, with an update from I got- Connor. I got a good funny forest one that involves that. So, mm. <laughs> yeah, cliffhanger there. You're gonna have to wait to hear that, listeners. Yeah. That'll, yeah, be, a that'll be a good one. one. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, other oh, hobbies. Man. Let's see. What else do I have? I mean, I I really. Um, I mean, I like gardening. Not huge, but a little bit. Like, I, yeah. I not this past year because everything's been so busy but still put out a garden but the year before was like doing some canning with salsa and that was fun but very time consuming and i know there's people that are like huge into gardening and spend a lot of time in it and i'm lucky to keep the plants alive i guess is is where i'm at with (laughs) it so i wouldn't consider that a hobby that's more of just something fun to try to grow some things and enjoy the fruits of labor if if it grows um, I don't know. We've talked about movies. I, I like collecting like older movies uh, from like mm-hmm. these boutique labels. I I also, as you know, 
love collecting books and um, love reading different different topics um, yeah. and a lot of history type things. So those are some yeah, of the you things. Have an extensive library, but both in the uh, reading format with literature and the entertainment the format fun. with uh, movies and music. Yeah, with and vinyl, vinyl. Yeah, so I've got quite the library up here. That's for sure. Yeah, the only one I match you in is is the vinyl collection. But, yeah, okay. Yeah. One, I guess, like one thing I'm looking at right now is I have a whole shelf dedicated to uh, board games. So, <laughs> so, so we've got a, at work. We've got um, an event coming up on Wednesday. Day. It's like an employee appreciation thing. So the department that uh, I'm in, we all chipped in a bunch of stuff and they're doing like raffle baskets. And part of ours, I came in today because uh, some of the some of the people within my group, they brought their stuff in and it had like four different board games with it. And I, I didn't know people like board games as much as they did nowadays. I was, oh, yeah. I mean, I, that's love. a big thing, you know? Yeah. Me and um, me, Connor, and Cheyenne and everyone, we love, like, the last time we all got together, like, um, that's, like, all we did all night is play board games. <laughs> really? Yeah, they're fun yeah. once you get a – yeah, if you've got a group of people that, uh, that can I mean, play. Yeah. And I don't – I mean – I don't do it nearly enough, but like we'll like if we have uh, Thanksgiving or Christmas or or what have yeah, you, we'll, we'll end up yeah. at the table. Like you usually bring the games or something and yeah. uh, play there, and I'm that's always. Say, fun. I was gonna say I got some good selections for this year since we'll probably be getting together again. <laughs> uh, okay, good. So what's your all right? So what's the top board game that you go to? That's just the your favorite. Clue. Clue. Yeah clue and there's a game i have now that's actually a uh it's kind of so there's a youtuber i watch and he does like a lot of fun different things to sell like merch and whatever but Mm -hmm. he has a game called can't catch harry and uh it's a pretty fun one okay not heard of it yeah and then uh monopoly is always good if you have the time um i collect monopoly which is weird. I don't know. It, it wasn't a thing that I was expecting to get into. I just was able to collect a bunch of different monopolies over my lifespan for some reason. Really? Like I have a limited edition family guy, uh, monopoly. I have a Bob Ross edition monopoly. Wow. I have, um, are, those, have, are uh, any of those worth anything? I don't know. I've never looked. Huh. <laughs> might be interesting. They might be. Maybe. And then I have this one that's completely in like a wooden box. It's in a like a complete wooden box, and it's like looks like an old school like nineteen, like or like eighteen nineties like, <laughs> like uh, like crate that you would get out for a Monopoly game, and it's just like very like uh, simplistic and uh, yeah. minimalist. Where do you find these at? I, people just give them to me. Oh, I never really? Bought them. Yeah, I just, I got them. I get them for like Christmas a long time ago. Um, my grandparents know that I like it, and they'll give me some because they actually collect them. Also, they have okay. like Elvis one and like some other weird ones. And like, I think I'm actually gonna go buy my first one here soon because like right now uh, there's a IU Monopoly at Walmart that I just saw. I was gonna get it, and now I've thought about it, and I'm probably just gonna go get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you gotta add it to the collection. 
Cool. Oh, um, man. All right. So we're coming up on uh, close to the end here. Uh, so let's see what in. All right. When you're old, think about <laughs> when you're old, Preston, we're old Preston. What do you think your yeah. hobby is going to be when you are retired and you don't have to worry about anything and all you got to do is worry about your hobby? What do you think it's going to be? Honestly, I hope it's. I hope art becomes another uh, comes back to be a hobby for me. Okay, and not just um, a career yeah. thing. Something. Or, or, let me ask you this: so, with art, because you make this um, kind of business, right? You, this is a business for you. Yeah. Do you feel like when you're doing art for monetary purposes, do you feel satisfied and fulfilled with doing that or do you feel more satisfied and fulfilled when you're just doing art as a hobby see i i don't know when it this became the fact of what art means to me but like peak fun of art was probably like college really yeah i i don't know after leaving college art kind of i don't know I love art. I love doing it, but like as a fact of just like doing it just to have fun is the last time I did it was I still do it here and now like um like the picture I made for Mammal and Pavel. Yeah. Like that did have a that had an end goal, obviously, but like it was fun doing it. I did it just out of like wanting to do it. So it, so so the people pieces, that don't know what that is, that is a um a, a piece of art that's a memory that brought them back to their past, uh, which yeah. <laughs> the family owned and operated uh, that my dad had worked in when he was a real young guy. My dad's over 70 now. And um, a real young guy that he worked in, and, and they they were together for, a, they've been together for a long time. So they were young kids at the Sine Theater in Linton, that his dad owned and operated that, that he worked in. Um, and you took a, a, a memory or a, a picture out of your mind to create this based on what you see them as. And yeah. I remember when you gave that to him, it was like, you could tell it was just a, a blast from the past of memories from long ago. And mm. and that's what art does, right? It, it brings... You want to hear the craziest thing about that sure is i i started that before i moved to bloomington really yeah like the idea of it it started like four years ago wow <laughs> and that's like my problem with like doing things that sometimes it takes a long time to cultivate <laughs> yeah well i mean that's what but, but but it came out i mean you were dedicated yeah. to it you spent the time you invested into it and look at the end result. I mean, and that's the thing. It's like, how do you get something that you want to put your energy and time in? See, that's like my biggest issue with the art right now. Is it? Like, like the older I get, the more I see it as I need to get something out of it if I'm going to spend my time on it. Yeah. And it's like the big struggle I've had with 
free time versus needing to get stuff something done to f- be fulfilled and to get something out of it and not feel like I'm wasting my time. So I didn't And I know I know that it's not wasting my time. Like whatever I do that makes me happy for sure is t- is worth it. But I still can't get the the feeling out of my heart and head that I I I I don't have to get something out of it for it to be fun and worthwhile doing and that's kind of when it stopped was in colleges or yeah. like started after I got out of college because well I like go ahead it, it was it it I think you're speaking to a lot of people Preston and and I know it's something that we all struggle with and I, I didn't really picture this episode going this way or getting to this point but it's a good point that I think we can all relate to is I mean time is a commodity and we have mm-hmm. a lot of things that pull on our time. And and a, the bad thing is a lot of times, especially with creative type people, it, it pulls away that creativity because you become so focused on uh, what time means. You want stuff a lot quicker because you know you have all these other things that you got to do, all these other obligations, all these other responsibilities. And a lot of times that 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 pulls away from that creativity so i think you feel like what you're describing you feel like well if if i i want to be able to dive into it and put all i've got into it but a lot of times it's like man i don't know if i've got the time to be able to really dive into it and if i can't invest all that time is it worth it because am i going to be happy or fulfilled with the end product that comes out Mm -hmm. yeah so I don't it's, know. I mean, I have, exactly. I have had, like, I think of what we're doing right now is one of the uh, most enjoyable hobbies that I have, I would say. I mean, we don't, oh, do, yeah. we don't make anything it's doing the funnest these. part of the week. <laughs> we, we make nothing doing these, but yet to get on and just talk about different things um, and what's important to us and what we're going through, because it gets a lot of stuff off your, your chest. And I think a lot of things that are interesting topics that we're talking about i mean it it really is something that i have found a lot of value in and i know i haven't been doing this for very long with you guys but yeah it's something that i look forward to doing every week whether that is uh with you and connor doing the whatever podcast or it's us just jumping on for 15 minutes doing a flash friday or like what i'm working on with ryan right now on Mm -hmm. um kind of a, a spinoff of whatever into a media podcast that we've been investing time in. I mean, it takes time, but I think with what we're producing as a group collectively, I think we're, we're doing a lot of good, um, a lot of good things with a lot of good content and topics that I think a lot of people connect with, but definitely if yeah, you get to I, the point, I, like if you get to a point where it's like, uh, this, this, I don't, it, it, it's not fun to do anymore. You got to find out, okay, what's causing this to happen? Like with, like going back to mm-hmm. your art, what's causing me to feel like this? And, and like with me, I, I enjoy art too. Definitely not as, um, as good as you. <laughs> hey, you could, you could have been, I was very impressed. You are a good artist. And I, you know, you but were, I, I don't like, it's like, man, the time thing it's like i really enjoy doing that but it's like i don't know and if you don't do it like i when i do 
spend some time to just be creative and let whatever's in my mind out on a piece of paper. Um, it definitely makes you feel good, but it's like, sometimes it's like this big hump to get over to try to even invest the time in it. So I, I totally feel you. I've, I've definitely been there, not on the art thing, but with other things in my life. Yeah. This kind of thing makes me think of a, of an episode we should all do. It's like, it makes me think of Connor too, because he kind of has like the same thing with the music as me with art. Yeah. It's like, in my, in, I always have this like this like weird existentialism in my head about am I am I still me without art? Like hmm. I don't know. I've kind of built my identity around it, and not doing it as much nowadays kind of gets me, and I wouldn't say depressed, but like a sad mood. So so when I was so our uh, counselor in school in in high school. I think you had the mm-hmm. same guy, Aidlot. Yeah. Mr. Aidlot, who's no yeah. longer with us, uh, passed away. I remember yeah. when, and, and this, I think of this quite frequently because I did a lot of art in school. And that's kind of what kind of morphed into that earlier conversation of painting vehicles and all that because it was, it's an art that you do. And it was one mm-hmm. that I found a lot of joy in. Um, and, and I remember I worked on one of his vehicles uh, back in the day. But I remember when I was in school and I was getting close to graduation. Maybe he even said this to you at one time. But he's, he goes, never stop using that artistic ability in whatever you're doing. And that message yeah. has stuck inside of me ever since he spoke it. Um, and, I mean, I think of it maybe not weekly, but definitely several times throughout the year, probably every month. I'm thinking that thought comes into my mind of, am I, or should I, uh, be doing something that brings out whatever that is artistically. Yeah. Of me, like you're saying with art and you, it's in you. It is you, you are it, it is you, whatever. Uh, make sure that you're using it in some way. And that goes to everybody listening, too. I mean, everybody has something in them, and everybody has artistic abilities in some way. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that is you. Make sure that that is coming out of you because... The you, human mind is made to create. You are it, right? And And I'll never forget that. And he even just randomly it comes to my mind. It's like, yeah, am I... Am I doing what I need to be doing that I'm gifted with artistically, whatever? And am I using it in whatever I'm doing today? And there are days that I say no, and and I need to change that. And I think usually when I go for a period of time where I'm feeling like that, that's when that that uh, comment sparks in my head. It's like, yes, I need to I need to refocus. I need to do whatever it is um, to get me back to where I need to be. Yeah, I really feel that. All right, so we're getting close. Um, yeah. We're actually we're That's, at the this end. Is a pretty good, pretty good point to uh, to uh, in the episode. I think. Yep. All right. So uh, yeah, as we wrap up, I'll let you uh, close us out. Whatever you're thinking. Yeah. So I think a good a good note to leave this episode on is just whatever you find enjoyable. Um, whether it be working on cars, painting cars, doing art, um, woodworking, 
whatever strikes your fancy. If it makes you happy, I think it's worthwhile doing, no matter if it gets something out of you. The the happiness it brings you is definitely worth the time. For sure. Cool. So, All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I uh, I think this uh, episode went in a good direction. Um, this is definitely a lot I always like want to get out of these episodes. Um that definitely lives up to the name whatever <laughs> that's right yeah and so, don't forget to catch us on friday yep flash fridays that's right <laughs> so uh yeah everyone thanks for listening uh, we hope you have a wonderful day night whenever you're listening and uh yeah we'll catch you on the next episode thanks for listening to the whatever podcast see ya bye